Hello, I'm Beatrice Valerie Nero, and I thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, This is the Voice of the Prophet. Today I'll be sharing still another fact concerning the eyes of God. It's so important to remember that our Father hears and sees all things. That includes our prayers, not only when we pray, but also how as well as where we pray. In Matthew 6, Jesus taught the model prayer that many refer to as the Our Father prayer. If we are Christians and followers of Christ, most of us have known this prayer all of our lives, regardless of the denomination we may be a part of. But I want to share something else from that particular chapter that is also very pertinent to the lives of each and every one of us. At that particular time, Jesus taught on the very topic of what we've been listening to these past weeks, and that is what God sees, what our Father's eyes are observing. Two weeks ago, our Father ministered to us from 2 Chronicles 16 and 9, where the first sentence reads, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Last week again, we heard concerning his eyes that sees our hearts and the very motives of our hearts. He knows the intents and purpose of all we do and the true reasons behind what we do. God has eyes that see and they see for a purpose. Yes, one is so that he knows the intents of our hearts and judges accordingly, but it's also in order that he may bless us. And we all know that the prayers we pray have a major, major part in us receiving those blessings. Please let me emphasize that it's not just a matter of if or what we pray, but again, how, when, and even where we pray. There are times when I'm ministering before a church, a congregation, or a group of people, and I pray aloud, asking our Father to pour out his anointing so that he may be glorified. During these meetings, I will continue to pray aloud before ministering to each individual. When attending services, we all pray for one another as well as with one another. And again, this is done not just in the spirit, but also verbally out loud. During revival meetings and other occasions, prayers are prayed jointly with others publicly and oftentimes loudly. These prayer times are definitely not in secret. They're not hidden or concealed, and they're not meant to be. However, there are times that we need to pray prayers that are secret. We need to pray to God with words that are unrevealed and unknown to others. These are the prayers that are just between our Father and ourselves. On the other hand, we know that there are prayers that we pray with prayer partners, our spouses, and others. There are times that for strength and encouragement, we will let others know that we are praying for them. Yet again, there are prayers that we should pray that no one knows except you and the Father. These are the concealed prayers, the secret ones, and whether they're for others or ourselves, when we pray them secretly, God hears them and then rewards them openly. 
Luke 5, 16 says, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Even when he taught his disciples the model prayer and when he prayed aloud to the Father, it was always for a purpose. Several versions of the Bible show that Jesus once said in John eleven forty two, and I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. At this time of this invocation, Jesus was not in a lonely place. He was not alone, but with many others. They were standing around him and he prayed out loud for their benefit so that they would know that God had heard and sent him. My sisters and brothers, there should never be a doubt that God always hears our prayers, whether prayed aloud among others or alone. He always hears and when he hears, he answers. And yet, there are two things that we can do, that we should do, that will cause our Father to move in a special way on our behalf. It's the secret prayer as well as the secret giving. He not only hears those prayers and sees that giving, but he rewards, gives, and recompenses openly for them. According to the King James Version in Matthew 6, in several of these verses where Jesus spoke to the disciples, what he taught was not only as to when they should pray, but also how they should pray. This was not a matter of if they prayed, because according to the custom of the Jews, that was to be at least three times a day. Therefore, it was not a shock for Jews to stop wherever they were and pray in public. This was not only acceptable, but was also a great part of their culture. However, Jesus gave them a new teaching, a new way of praying to the Father. Jesus told them, when you pray, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door and pray to the Father, which is in secret. Jesus told the disciples that there should be times when they should seek secret, private, non-public places to pray as well. Sometimes I'm amazed at the places that others will choose to have their personal times with the Father, not realizing or heeding to the fact that it does make a difference. Jesus said that there should be a secret place to pray. Of course, I pray while I drive. However, that's not a lonely secret place. It's not a place that would be considered isolated or secluded. And I believe that when Jesus gave that command, that's the type of remoteness he was referring to. A secret place would be one that is concealed, inconspicuous, secluded, and private. I believe that one of the reasons Jesus taught this was so that there would be no distractions, nothing to take our attention from our time with the Father. There are just certain places that should not be our main place or considered as our lonely secret place to pray with the Father. Twice in that same chapter, Jesus said to his disciples in verses 4 and 18, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. These teachings were made in references to two 
things, praying and giving. He said, when we pray in secret, the father who sees what we do in secret will reward us. And when we give in secret, the father who sees in secret will reward us. So often the secular world and even we as Christians look at the word reward as a bounty or a price paid for something done. That's okay. But according to the word of God, it means so much more. When God rewards us, it means that he gives back. He gives us back or restores what was lost. It means he gives us a good recompense. He makes a payment to us. And these payments are far beyond money or financial gains. When God rewards us, it means that he may not only pay off a debt, but those that we are praying for, for their salvation, deliverance, healings, peace, and joy, he will give the thing that he promised. All of this is done when we give or pray in secret. All prayers to the Father, those in secret, as well as those that are heard by others are so important, not only in that they are prayed, but the way that we pray them. In John 14, 13 through 14, in the Amplified Version, it reads, And I will do whatever you ask in my name. As my representative, this I will do, so that the Father may be glorified and celebrated in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, as my representative, I will do it. These are the words that Jesus spoke, not just to his disciples, but to each and every one of us. We all know that scripture and we all pray with the belief that whatever we ask, we always ask the father in the name of his son, Jesus. Many years ago, I added another scripture to my prayer. In John 11, Jesus said, again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Most of us refer to that teaching as the prayer of agreement. If the Holy Ghost dwells within us, and he does, then that means he's here with us on earth. Therefore, it also means that we can and should pray our prayers in agreement with the Holy Ghost to the Father as the Holy Ghost prays through us. Let me share with you a footnote that I saw in reference to the Amplified Version of John 14, 13 through 14. Remember, those two verses read, and I will do whatever you ask in my name as my representative, this I will do so that the Father may be glorified and celebrated in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name as my representative, I will do it. When referring to the words as my representative, for further clarification, it adds in the footnotes, and I quote, Acting as Jesus' representatives means that the person calling on his name is in a close relationship with him and wants what he wants. 
end quote. No matter what we pray, how we pray, when or where we pray, we must be always sure that it's in agreement with what our Father wants, with what he has already ordained and purposed. Even when it's according to his word, we need to be sure that it's also according to his will. Because we pray his word, it doesn't always mean that it's his will. And if it's not his will, it means that we are not in agreement with the Father. It is his will that we be healed. But when the time comes that he's calling someone home to be with him, praying his words that by Jesus stripes we are healed or any other scripture means that we are not praying his will. Are we being disobedient? No, and I don't want anyone to feel that that's what's being insinuated. Yet we must know when we're in agreement with God. We can pray to win the lottery or for a particular person to be our mates, but God knows what the outcome of those prayers would be if they were answered positively. He knows the damage and harm that could come from those prayers if he said yes. I remember when Barack Obama was president, some so-called Christians began to pray according to Psalms 109, 8 through 9, and again, it's been repeated for President Joe Biden. The psalmist prayed in reference to his enemy, let his days be few and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. These people were literally praying for Barack Obama to die because they hated him. They were praying for his death because of their racism and hatred. But they're Christians. Not only were thousands upon thousands of Christians praying that prayer, but they were all in agreement with one another. However, they were not in agreement with the Father. It's one thing to agree with one another. It's something entirely different to agree with God. It's useless, pointless to agree with one another if we're not in agreement with the Father. Let our prayers agree with what he says according to his word. Pray it from pure hearts with no ulterior motives, no hidden agendas, and according to his will. Even when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, facing an excruciating, painful death, he walked away from his disciples to a lonely place and prayed, Father, not my will, but thine will be done. There are far too many who are totally satisfied with their prayers being only in church, on prayer lines, and where others will hear them. We must not be like the Pharisees that Jesus spoke of in Matthew 6. We must remember that Jesus said it's the secret prayers that will be rewarded openly. Praying in church and on prayer lines, I believe, are fine, but our prayer lines should not and cannot be limited to these venues. It must be noted that Jesus also emphasized that prayers should also be done in secret as Jesus did, let's withdraw to the lonely places to pray. It doesn't mean we can't pray on the prayer lines or that we should stop praying with one another. 
but it does mean that we need our own private secret places to pray with the Father. As Jesus did, let's withdraw to the lonely places to pray. Let's enter into our prayer closets and pray the secret prayers that he will hear in secret and then reward us openly. But how does God reward us openly when prayers are in secret? For me, the open reward is when I see the manifestation of what I've asked him for. When I see those who I've been praying for their salvations come to Christ, I'm rewarded when I pray for a healing and the individual is healed or set free from that illness. My reward comes when I see marriages and families that I pray for coming back together as God ordained, even though it may not be known to them that I'm praying. Our rewards come when our faith is strengthened beyond the weakness that our bodies may feel. It's a reward when we can stand in the face of the enemy and not be afraid, even when he's intensified his attacks, but yet we have a peace in knowing that it's what God has said that we believe and stand on for our mates, our children, our finances, and even our enemies. We receive our open rewards when after we come out of prayer closets from crying out to the Father and instead of weeping and crying in pain, we're shouting hallelujah. Our secret places are also our sad places of pain and disappointment that no one knows about but us and the Father. But when we pray in those places in agreement with him, he rewards us. Secret prayers and our secret places are just between an individual and God. Yet when he rewards us, he does it openly. It means it's done publicly for others to see. He rewards our secret prayers and gives to the one he rewards mightily and quickly. Our open rewards are for all to see so that the Father may be glorified. No one will have to wonder as to what's going on because God will give you your recompense publicly, flagrantly, and without constraints. This is what comes when we pray and give in secret. But what about the things that are not manifested when we don't see the open reward? Does it mean that those prayers are not being answered? Of course not. It simply means that it hasn't been completed, that God is just not finished with the person, individuals, or situations that are being prayed for yet. Right now, I want to thank every person who prays for me and gives to me in secret. I want each of you to know that I believe another one of your open rewards is in the fact that I'm still able to accomplish the things that God has ordained for me to do as a prophet and the woman of God he has called me to be. Because of your secret prayers and secret giving, I'm able to focus on what God is speaking to my spirit so that I will hear him more and more as to how he wants me to pray for you and others. This podcast would absolutely not be possible if it were not for your prayers and your consistent giving. For every person that hears this, please accept it as your personal blessing and one 
only one of your open rewards. Again, because of your prayers, love, and giving, I am able to hear as to what he wants me to speak to you and others wisely and prophetically when the time comes. Because of your secret prayers and giving, the attacks of the enemy against me and my finances are totally unsuccessful. Because of you, God has implemented Isaiah 54, 17 into my life, which promises me that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I shall condemn. Openly as well as secretly, I pray for each of you and seeing you blessed is my open reward. Seeing you receive and spiritually gain from the teachings that God gives me for you is an open reward for me. So let us continue to pray in secret in the lonely places. Let us continue to pray for one another in agreement with one another as well as with the Father. Let us continue to give to one another in secret so that our Father will see, be glorified, and will quickly reward us openly and mightily. Let us pray according to the word and will of our Father while we bow before him in prayer. Father, right now we pray in agreement with you according to your word in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus. We thank you, Father, for hearing and rewarding the secret prayers and the secret giving of your sons and daughters. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amieagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net and through the Facebook post or Facebook Messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support, and may God bless each and every one of you.